Welcome to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. Hey all, this is Colton. And this is Victor. And doesn't 2020 just make you want to scream? I'm not even joking when I say I could do a whole. I I, I've been telling. I told told you this today. I could do a whole episode on just. (laughs) Do whatever you (laughs) say. We were just talking off air. Like uh, we don't know which which sound do I like more. Shut up, cunt. Or uh. I watch internet pornography. And honestly, it's just. (laughs) Uh, Uh. to, let me set things. Uh, this is season seven, episode four. Run. Um, and we are here to discuss it. Um, so we're re- batch. We're batch. <laughs> we're, we are batch. Re- <laughs> we are batch recording these episodes, and what I mean by that is we're doing like back to back to back. Is what we are essentially doing, and I guess I'm going to confirm this with you on air. We're essentially trying to get to episode ten. So we can record on, uh, I'm sorry, episode nine on December 19th to do a Zoom hangout. Um, ten, same time, Colton, like 10 a.m. Yes. I'm sorry, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, we could do well, like, like, like 10, we could do 10, like nine or nine or 10. I mean, because it's a Saturday. So for me, that's a little bit easier to record on. So okay. I can record a little bit earlier. So we could do, um, Nine or ten. I'll let you. I'll let you decide since you're the main. I'll set it for ten, and basically what I'll do is I'll open the Zoom room at like nine thirty, my okay. Eastern time. I know that, that it's different for you, and um, and then we'll we'll sort of we'll let people hang out. We'll record. Everyone will be muted, but we'll have like the the chat room going on and stuff. So, and then afterwards, we were just thinking of just doing a, a hangout. I actually, maybe want to talk to you off air. What we should try and do, and I might as well bring it up here. Um. Maybe we can give away something. Oh, you know, kind of make it a little swag. fun, and interesting. Yeah, some 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 swag. Um, well, we, we could put that together, but right now we have it most likely confirmed December nineteenth, mm-hmm. uh, nine thirty Eastern. We're gonna record with everyone muted, so it's not like everyone's gonna be involved. Um, but we're looking to do episode nine, which is Helter Skelter, and yeah, so put that in calendars, and I'll start annoyingly posting about it soon. <laughs> To get into this week's episode, we usually like to put a little buffer before the actual episode and whether it's talking about Dexter news or whatever. But since we're batch recording these, we don't have like any fan feedback to kind of go back and talk about. So what I did was I pulled up, I always pull these off some random Facebook questionnaire that you see stupid people posting Buzzfeed and reporting. Or- <laughs> yeah. Type, type, type amen to uh, get a blessing. Um, so... <laughs> This was one that I pulled. These are five random questions, and we could answer them and get into the episode. Okay. Um, question number one: Who are you named after? Um, my mom's grandfather's uh, grandmother's maiden name. Grandfather's maiden. It's a maiden name. It's a it's a it's a maiden name. That's all I remember. So your great grandmother. Her last name was Colton. Yes, I think that's what it is. If I remember right, yeah. I am named after my grandfather. I'm Victor the Third in my family, actually. Oh, fancy! Um, yeah, very trace. Um, <laughs> this is this is this, <laughs> trace. <laughs> this is an interesting one. Last time you cried. Um, amazingly enough, it not this last weekend uh, for me. Um, man, I don't remember. Was it? Uh, was it maybe when you were? Uh, I watch internet pornography. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> I know my answer. I don't. Um, my mine was during my wedding. Cried okay, like a baby on the altar, and when me and Marissa did a first look. Yeah, I did on the um, the around the corner thing. We did like that little mm-hmm. thing. I I, yeah. I I cried on that. Um, I don't remember. I I'm not trying to be like a macho man. Like I don't ever cry. I just so, I honestly. So it sounds can't like remember. your wedding. If if that was the most recent, I'm assuming I, you didn't cry when your daughter was born. Oh no! You know what? The last time I hardcore cried, I remember now. Uh, we lost uh, one of our dogs uh, last year, uh, just over a year ago, Holly. Oh. And when we went to the vet, yeah, ooh, I 
bawled my eyes out. Yeah. That was it. Yep. So something nice and light to uh, keep this episode fun. <laughs> Went from a wedding cry because everyone's in love to, oh, yeah, dog died. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right, we'll keep it going. Is Meg literally still standing right there across from you? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what the hell are they talking about? Uh, she's looking at her. She's painting and looking at stuff, and she's probably like, why the hell is he talking about my dog? And I'm probably upsetting her. <laughs> favorite kind of cereal i guess favorite brand um <laughs> rice uh reese's peanut butter puffs oh that's a good one yeah mine's a toss-up between that and cinnamon toast crunch i just always love cinnamon toast crunch even as a little kid i used to like it it just tears my the roof of my mouth it's a like cap crunch yep, yep. Same, same thing with reese's peanut butter puffs too i think all cereal does like cocoa puffs i don't know why I, i'm not, are you a big cereal guy i think you are right I used to no. be. I, I used to be. I'm not. I, I. We don't. I don't. We don't have cereal here now. I used to be really big. Like I. I would eat cereal for dinner, but no, not in years now. I haven't had it in such a long. Do time. I? Oh yeah, Meg. Just we do have cereal. We have Cheerios. I'm not touching that. That's some plain stuff. Oh no, that's that's God. That's uh. I prefer you drink a one sauce than eat Cheerios. I hate Cheerios. <laughs> do you untie your shoes when you take them off? Not normally now. Yeah, all my shoes are slip and slide. Just yeah. in and out, whatever. And then right now, funny uh, top off on that one, because of COVID, like I'm working from home and stuff like that. So um, I don't wear s- my shoes very often. When I do go out, I wear my Birkenstocks. So like if you look at my feet, I literally have a tan line across the top of my foot <laughs> from the Birkenstock leather straps. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Um. And then last question, uh, nine times seven. Nine times seven. Oh, man. I'm horrible at this. Nine, 18, 27, 36, 45, 54, 63, 72. So wait, 60. 63. 63. Sorry. 60. I, went, I went one too many. <laughs> I am horrible with math. Um. All right. Random. Uh, my answer is also 63, by the way. All right. So we... <laughs> We um, we have this is season seven, episode four, and I am delaying because run. Um, this episode, uh, just uh, I think I have to give bring up something other than was this episode good or bad? Um, okay, and I, I don't want to do a scale, but whatever. Um, good or bad? This episode for you? Still good. Um, I would Ooh. say. I'd say it's the, <laughs> hold on. It's the worst one of this season by far. It is the, I mean, it's, we're only four episodes in three, sorry, three, three episodes in four, four, four episodes in, um, worst one of the season. Definitely other in other seasons. There's definitely better episodes, but overall I didn't hate it. I mean it. Yeah. That's about all I can say. Lackluster. Yeah, um- you're not you're not wrong when you say that, and I think part of the lackluster of it is to me, and maybe you agree with me here, is what they tried to set up with this saw room kind yeah. of fell flat. And I think they had it; it was supposed to be like this whole big thing, but it, in the end, like it actually really wasn't. Yeah, it was kind of like a, okay, and I, I think it's part of it because we know Dexter is going to get out and and this and that. Um, I have one, I, so. Oddly enough, I have two sound quotes that I'm not even sure if the show was intentionally calling back to previous seasons of Dexter. Um, and this is something where it's like, oh, I think I, I, every time I watch the show, I'm like, oh, I think they they use this, they use this, uh, you know, this question and answer in a previous season, and they actually did one that goes reverts back to an earlier season and then one to next season. But all that to say, uh, I think we're gonna split up the episode into. Isaac and the Russians. Is it Russian or Ukrainian? I think it's Ukrainian. We keep in our in our messaging, we keep saying Russian, but I'm pretty sure it's Ukraine. Yeah. Um, fun fact about me, I don't think I learned until about two weeks after the Borat movie came out that Kazakhstan is a real country. I, I thought that was completely made up. Oh, yeah. so you didn't know it either? No, when they when I went, in, I I want to say I saw that movie in theaters, and when he said Kazakhstan, I was like, okay, they're making like fun of like the stand names, and then I come to find out later on, I'm like, oh, I'm an asshole. That's a real country. <laughs> yeah, but that was you said when you saw the Borat movie or Borat yeah. two? No, the Borat movie. 
Yeah, so that's 2006. I yeah. found out in 2020. Oh, um, the new one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so let's split it up into Ukrainian and then sort of Dexter and Ray Speltzer in, in everything else. Um, so basically... Isaac, the episode with with Isaac starts out that he's making the connection between Dexter and and Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that Isaac isn't so smart that like he knows like oh no, Lewis Green had nothing to do with this because Lewis could have totally had something to do with this, just like Dexter could have. Mm-hmm. I think we knew this prior. I think season three, you were led to believe Quinn was a dirty cop, but what he ended up doing was helping one of his. Um, I guess partners who was on drugs, he helped them. He got a bad situation, I think, yeah. in season three. But and then, but this episode, we actually learned that Quinn was in fact a dirty cop. Yeah, it's always kind of. I feel like they've always kind of skirted around it. Like they don't necessarily like outright say he's dirty in previous episodes, right. but they definitely hint that he is. And then obviously, yeah, this one is like just straight up like he's just. Yeah, he says because uh, uh, I, I keep forgetting what this guy's name is. Is he George? I think he's George, right? Um, uh, Isaac's the guy who's running thing for Isaac in uh, in uh, in the club. I cannot. Um, yeah. Bad haircut. Sure. That's all I'm going to call him. <laughs> yeah, it is a bad haircut. <laughs> and, you know, because he, he says to Quinn, like, hey, uh, how about I just give you some money and you make this go away like old times? And Quinn, that's just like, you just believe it. like I and this this yeah. season started out with Quinn saying like, "Hey, I used to, <coughs> I used to run in um, I used to like watch this club in Vice, and that's how we know we have yes, it is George." Um, so it's just interesting that we Quinn used to be a dirty cop, and I guess now he's more on the up and up, so to say. Yeah. Um. So basically, to prevent Miami Metro from coming down and shutting down the club every time, Isaac comes up with this plan to sort of give the bartender as the killer of Mike Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's two interesting things to me here is one. It's like kind of heart heartbreaking. I mean, we, we learn of this guy and he gets killed within like five minutes of him showing up. Yeah. But kind of heart wrenching just the way it's just like, he works just to give money to his family and 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 like you don't know if they, he's going to provide for his family, you know. Yeah, um, you're, I mean, you're just going to have to hope that he's telling the truth, I guess. Like, yeah. yeah. But I, I think also, and they're setting up Isaac here of how scary he is because he's so calm. Like he's mm-hmm. a big brooding man, but just the way he's like talking this guy, this bartender through, he's like, "Yep, you're gonna you're gonna go ahead, you're gonna write this, and then you're gonna kill yourself." But he's like. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, I don't know if charming's the word. I don't know what the word I could use to describe Isaac. He's like he's he's I, like powerful. He's powerful, but he doesn't act powerful, but he asserts himself. He's dominant. Yeah. I, I don't know. I could just keep using phrases, but I'm not sure I could come up with the exact one. I don't I, I, I see what you're saying on it, and I don't get I don't know the exact wording either. Like I would say charming, I guess, is a way of putting it, but at the same time, I'm like, no, I really don't want to say that because I don't think you can charm someone into putting a gun to their head and you staring at them as they kill themselves. I don't think that's really charming. So <laughs> um yeah, I don't know the phrasing for it either. But I mean, yeah, that's what he does. He just kind of casually walks him through and he's just like, Hey, it's just gonna be like turning off a light switch it's no big deal i'll tell you what what word came to mind that i guess i i did this is not a word i use frequently but it came to my mind when thinking about isaac and the word is uh charisma charismatic okay so i'm like literally looking up the definition because i'm not it's one that charisma is one of those words i don't 100 percent know the definition i just know when to use it mm-hmm. and google search uh comes up with exercising a compelling charm which inspires devotion in others i think that's a pretty accurate way to describe isaac as we and he's definitely scary mm-hmm. um but i i would say charisma is the quality of being able to attract charm and influence those around you i would say that yeah for for lack of a better term that's as quick as as um as i can come up with it it's better than anything i can do <laughs> One of my, I, I I basically did 
spent all of my nitpicking and bitching of seasons one through six of doing the podcast <laughs> with you and Marissa. But I found it so God, I want to like hit my own head when Batista's able to find out, able to detect that this is all a setup. Like, what are we doing as writers where all of a sudden, like, Batista is able to just detect this shit? He has no idea what his name is. And I get it doesn't. I I feel like you're, you're, you're about to disagree with me. I am. The only reason I am is. Because I feel like when they, the way that Isaac went about it, and the thing is, is what I'm going to say isn't even what's brought up, is when he even says, dear uh, Kaja, or something like that, um, you know, I'm so sorry and all this. I was like, well, why would, let's just say that, like, the, the, the cops think that he's the killer, right? So they think that he's the killer, he killed Kaja, and he killed Mike. That's what's being led to believe. Why would he write a suicide note to Kaja? Because she's already dead. That's what doesn't make sense to me. I thought I thought I thought it was his wife that he was writing the note to. I thought Kaja was the um the stripper that got killed at the beginning that was in the trunk. I really I, I thought uh, that that was her. Um Alex is the name. I think you're right. I I took it as he was writing it to his wife. Right, and that would make sense. But unless his wife's also named Kaja, but according to IMBD, when what's his face posted, Kaja's not a real good name for Ukrainians. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I, I guess I, um, I guess we're both one in the same. I just, I just didn't like that. All of a sudden, Batista is able to detect that this is a setup and this doesn't sound right, and it's just like he's never had that inclination in all seven seasons of Dexter. Like, why are you making him a all of a sudden, Mister Super Detective or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's you know he still has no idea that Dexter is a serial killer and whatnot. <laughs> um, I guess we can move. Oh my god, I so want to make this the new sound when we, when we uh, start transitioning. <laughs> so the episode starts out with Deb. <laughs> I can't wait for this to be a visual medium. Finally, <laughs> oh <my> god. <laughs> episode starts out with Deb taking a bath when's the last time you took a bath um it's gonna be so weird but uh last night <laughs> that would have been so funny even like right now <laughs> <laughs> wow you take you're a bath person i'm not i'm a shower person um grace was having an issue with taking a bath and i ended up having to get in the bathtub with her so wow. yeah get ready I for guess, that yeah i was just about to say i guess i'm looking i'm looking uh that's going to be my future soon. Normally it's not. Normally she's really good about taking a bath by herself, but for whatever reason, the other night, it was last night. She was just not, she wasn't wanting to do anything. And so I was like, all right. And so if that happens, I have to get in the bathtub with her, kind of play like around with the water that that gets her into the mood to actually start doing stuff. So yeah, it was last night. Normally I, I'm a shower. Yeah. I honestly, Marissa takes baths almost every other day. I feel like just by nature, it's a more of a woman thing. But I, I I took baths when I was older, like when I was younger. Um, I can't get over the you're sitting in your own dirty water thing. Yeah, it's, and I know it's I know it's a lot easier for kids. So I'm not like you know that's what you have to do with kids. Um, but that's just something I can't get over. Yeah, a horror bathtub scene. Does that emote anything from you? Does that mm-hmm. make you think of anything else? What? Yeah, um, Friday the Thirteenth. With um, it, or, uh, no, uh, no, no, uh, you, we're on the same track. Um, uh, a nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy That's Kruger. it. Yeah, nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Always, always re- will remind me of um, because it's like one of the original. Yeah, th- that that movie, that scene is what made me scared of bathtubs growing up. Just that, like, so, yeah. Well, there's, there's like, yeah, with the hand. Uh, no, uh-uh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Um, I, I guess it was okay. So what what doing my notes and watching the episode and not remembering every single line, it's so weird the stuff I can remember and not remember, but I felt like when they're doing the blood that's overflowing in the bathtub, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, they're doing a callback to Rita. Yeah. And I kind of just, I was like, I just had that in my notes. And then like, it's literally the next scene Deb brings up Rita to Dexter when they're talking in that uh, 
closed hallway fucking whatever um mm-hmm. you know it's just like hey what happened with rita who killed rita? was it you and dexter's like no trust me it wasn't me a lot of i i i really enjoyed the deb and dex discussion this episode yeah because she's saying like this is like i could have been killed because of you if you hadn't shown up a minute fucking later like you know three seconds later if dexter doesn't show up um I think with the Deb and Dex thing, if Dexter was single, I almost feel like this wouldn't be as big of an issue. But mm-hmm. when you factor in that Dexter's a fucking father and he yeah. was married, this is kind of like that. That's where I think, like, at some point, real life Deb would have been like, no, like, this cannot, this cannot be a thing. You can't just be killing people <laughs> and then come home to your fucking child. Like, you can't be teaching them the ABCs. And then at night, go fucking stalk Travis Marshall and Ravis. Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. You know? And that's where I feel like like Deb would have, you know, uh, um, damn, I, I meant I meant to put it on. Uh, I meant to sound clip it. But when Deb says, like, you're just going to attract negative shit to you. That's where I was like 100% on board of what she's uh, uh, so when people say like, "What do you believe in? Do you believe in God or do you believe in religion?" I always say I don't. I just say I believe in karma. Okay. And you, you have to imagine Dexter has some really bad karma. Yeah. All the killing does, you know. Um, and I think that's sort of what they were trying to do with the end of this series, with like all this bad shit Dex has done. Eventually, comes all back to him. Um, what, what's that saying? Like you throw in enough negative energy out in the world and it's going to like boomerang back to you. Yeah. Something I like can't, that. Yeah. It's, or what is it? You throw enough things, something's going to stick or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's karma. Um, when Deb and Dex are talking outside Miami Metro, she says like, you know, Dexter says, I know my mistake was letting Trinity go and not killing him the instant I knew. And he says, I'll never make that mistake again. You're literally talking about two seasons in a row of Dexter doing that with Jordan Chase mm-hmm. and um, Travis Marshall. So mm-hmm. not a hundred percent, but something interesting I found while listening was Deb at one point says, I have to protect you from the people like Harrison, essentially. So I'm just going to play the sound clip because this is this episode and in the series finale, what Dexter says when he's driving the boat into the hurricane, mm-hmm. um, I'm playing these two sound, two sound clips back to back and you'll understand why. But um, the first one is from this episode where Deb and Dexter are having to talk about like, you can't do this because of just the morality of it. And then what Dexter eventually understands, uh, um, I'll just play it here. Harrison is three years old. Someone needs to protect him. I do. Someone needs to protect him from you. I destroy everyone I love. I can't let that happen to Hannah, to Harrison. I have to protect them from me. Okay. I thought it was interesting. Like, you know, we know, we know by this point that they had the end game quote unquote um they had it thought out so they yeah so now i could see like if they say a line that they bring back later you know uh uh, more so intentional um but i just thought something like that was pretty cool yeah um where am i with my notes uh, I, I just have it interesting that the seeing Deb swing back and forth between like accepting it and being completely repulsed by it. Um, all right. Yeah. When Batista, Batista and Deb interrogate Ray Speltzer, or as you call him, Hard Seltzer. Hard Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name. It's a great name. We should have been. I want to go back and re-edit the episode of just calling him Hard Seltzer. This is it, it's an interesting tactic, right? Is I guess my, 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 my question is, is hard seltzer that much of an infant mind that like Batista's baiting him this hard? Cause even when like Deb's in there questioning him and he's in there for murder, I mean, he's right. not arrested. 
I guess he was arrested. Yeah, he was. He's not yeah. being charged. He's not being charged yet. I guess right. Right. Um, you know, just I, I guess I don't know how they were able to pinpoint this thing about woman and his mother, unless I something went over my head. That the women part I get because all of his victims are women and right. they know that he's obviously like set up this crazy maze. So he's got a thing where he wants to like scare them or dominate or whatever. But now as far as the mother thing, I don't know where that came from. That completely uh, threw me off. It must have been a really quick line that went over both of our heads. I'm assuming because when she put the the mother the picture of the mother on the on the on the table I'm like oh that's an attractive woman that's his mother okay yeah. and then she's going on and you see what she's trying to do she's trying to get him to freak out on her so she he can you know confess to whatever I just had no idea like that this was a setup for that because I didn't know she knew that much about him um uh what movie am I thinking of I think I'm thinking of maniac um I like that it that's like cool inter as as clowny as it may be. I do enjoy like that type of interrogation. Mm-hmm. I just I wish they made Batista a little bit more mature in the way he's going about it because he's literally in the back of the room and he's just like, like oh, this is not a good visual media, yeah, yeah, audio yeah. media. I don't know. I kind of like that they had Batista actually back there doing that because I think that that was still getting him off guard. That was intentionally getting hard seltzer to be like, okay, like you know, like like listening to her but then i'm seeing him going like that that like yammering on and stuff like that i think that was kind of like a you know what no this guy's got my back and stuff like that like you know this yeah, this, yeah. this this woman doesn't got anything on me so i don't know I, yeah i guess it, it kind of reminds me of like because i really like law and order svu well i used to anyways for the most part i like law and order svu and it kind of reminded me of like some of the interrogation in like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. show it just makes for really good tv mm-hmm uh, Hannah McKay comes to the station and talks about some interactions that she had with Rain Randall with Dexter. And I'm bringing this up just to say that this is the first mention we get of Argentina, mm-hmm. which uh, plays. I didn't realize they brought it up this early. Me neither. I was I was really surprised when when they started talking about um, what if she had any dreams when she was killing with Rain Randall, and it was just like, oh, we just wanted to get out of out of Alabama. That's where I was like, oh, I bet you this is where Argentina comes up. And like the next line was Argentina, um, which plays a huge role in like two episodes and then is obviously huge during the series finale. Um, Just cool to see stuff like that implemented Mm -hmm. this early. Um, There's a quick. And I'm not 100 percent sure. Maybe you can help navigate. There's a quick scene of just basically like Jamie, who that woman has to be getting paid crazy amount of money. I would that's hope not so. A, that's not a nanny. That's a mother. <laughs> that is, yeah. she is, she is doing a hell of a lot. I mean, when you just factor in how much time Dexter spends, not at home. Cause there, there's a scene where she, they're picking up the toys and they're basically uh-huh. making a pile to keep, stay, throw out. Um, and she, I don't know. She, it seems like she spends more time with Harrison than Dexter. At least oh, that's yeah. the way the show the show portrays it, you know. She's got to. I mean, you got to think about it. The the nights that he's out. Okay, let's take this into account. The nights that he's out, and because he's very rarely killing anybody in broad daylight, right? So he's normally killing people at night. And then what to cut up the body and to take it out into the ocean and dump it? I think I want to say either Zach was on here that said it, or y'all had somebody on that was like doing an estimate that each kill from kill to dumping off the body was, it was six hours. I thought it was eight. Oh, okay. So somewhere in between there, I thought it was six, but let's say, let's say seven. Then let's, let's call it. Okay. Let's call it in the middle seven. That's seven additional hours on top of his already workload. That's insane. Yeah, and then that's yeah. not including days that he's stalking people. He's also gr- driving around, making like going to people's apartments and setting up video cam or uh, stealing video to show Jamie that her boyfriend's getting a blowy. Like there's all this other stuff that's going into it. So this no. is a good this is a good time for us to mention. We were uh, talking with Zach on DMs, and we were kind of. One of the plot holes of the entire show as a whole is how does Dexter afford this? Because I think 
if you Google what a blood spatter analyst makes in Miami, I think like top salary is like 60000 Yeah. Which there's no way it affords an apartment on the water, two apartments on the water, a, a boat. And a dog. All, yeah, everything Dexter has, it just it doesn't add up. And what Zach said is that essentially every time Dexter kills someone, he takes their money, mm-hmm. which it, it's a plausible explanation. If anyone out there has something similar or a, a reason for that, I mean, not a reason for that, a um, what do you want to call that? An explanation such as that, let me know because that's one of the, the series. I mean, we just kind of accept it at this point, right? Like, it'll be interesting to see how much money he has when the series restarts, you know? Um, oh. He's working in the lumber yard. I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Dif- different conversation for another day. When Jamie, um, you know, it's sort of like a symbolic scene when Jamie's going through the toys because Dexter sort of nods to the um, the blood slide fucking box that he has. Um, and, you know, we just the, a lot of the episode is like, how can you be a killer and a father? Yeah. Um, and we'll see the way it sort of uh, plays out. When Dexter is in Ray, I'm sorry, Heart Speltzer's that Heart Seltzer. <laughs> Dexter's in Hard Seltzer's bus, and usually these scenes are always Dexter is stalking someone's house, and they just magically don't come home. Mm-hmm. Happens almost every single time. This is one of I know it's happened before, but it's one of the rare times like the guy comes home and it's like, yeah, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And and they're they're quick to mention that like yes, hard seltzer is taking steroids, and that guy. I mean, remember they they show that 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 clip of the four cops trying to detain him. He's like the fucking Incredible Hulk. Yeah, he was like he was dude, and they have their like batons and stuff. He was kind of holding his own. I'll give him that. Yeah, I I I love how dumb the reason is why he gets off because he didn't agree. I, I is that a real thing? I mean, I know you weren't on that side of law enforcement, but. I mean, I was always told that Miranda rights are serious. Like that's, I mean, there's a reason that they have to say it every time. I was told that that's a really serious thing. I know with like what I did with everything that we had, our biggest thing was we, so we had what was called terms and conditions. I know that sounds weird. Like it's your, like your cable contract or whatever, (laughs) but like that was serious. Like we had to sit there and specifically go through everything. And if they could ever prove like we didn't do something, man, you get off. Like there's certain things that you can get off for something real, real minor. I, I would like a real cop, an actual cop to like I said, I did. I wasn't that. So I would like a real cop to actually say like message in and say something or, or a district attorney or a defense attorney, something like that. But everything I know, man, Miranda rights are serious. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I guess, I found it more silly because I, I would imagine there's a, there's plenty of times where there's a struggle and maybe the, um, what does a person get called when they get arrested? The victim? No, they're not the victim. Uh, the defendant. The uh, defendant. I, I would imagine there's plenty of times where that person is unconscious. Mm-hmm. So I, I imagine that this happens a lot, regardless where. Uh, and I, I don't think you can do anything when they're unconscious before anybody talks to them, before anything, anybody does anything. Yeah. Then you have to wait until they wake up in their conscience. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Following the code. Yeah. Dexter wakes up after the struggle. And this is where we get the episode title, you know, title card of run. This is where we're going to follow the code here, I think. This is a crazy setup for whatever Ray is doing. Hard is doing. Okay. I like his first name, Hard. <laughs> hard Seltzer is doing. First off, he set up a whole building like this, like multiple floors. Like, I really confused that he set up like multiple floors that are a maze. And then not only that, he had it in his mind to be like, well, I can't have him going to the top. So I got to make sure everything's going to the bottom. And then he also is sitting there, mind you, just waiting for Dexter to wake up. He doesn't know when he's going to because he knocked him out, not with drugs or something like that, but actually knocked him out. So he's sitting there in that costume. You know, he's just around that corner holding that axe. And he's just like, oh, man, I can't wait much longer. This has been like 12 hours. I really hope this dude wakes up soon. Because <laughs> like, right, he's right. got to wait for that exact moment because he's obviously a drama queen. He's got to get that entrance just right. <laughs> drama queen. <laughs> 
Like, no, you're, there, there's so much about this that you can you can just talk about. I mean, how much work this takes one one person to do. Um, I may have cut you off, but maybe maybe what you were gonna say is like, I get that this is just to sh- sort of show like how much he likes to play with his yeah, victims, yeah. and like it's just meant to like happen and and we move on. But this is just, I mean, even the setup in the in the abandoned house last episode that was crazy. Yeah, but this this is we're talking multiple floors and like it, it you know it was set up like a video game. Like this exit's blocked off. You're not meant to get off at this exit. Yeah, like I thought you have to actually the exact same thing. You have to like get off at like the 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 right. You have to press. You have to do the right things to get out at this certain way. Um, and and this is where I, we we spoke in the beginning of the episode. Like, uh, um, it's cinematic in terms of it's like you know like the mannequin room. How does he get all those mannequins? Whatever. Um, <laughs> if. if 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 you sit and think about it for like two seconds, this whole entire scene doesn't make sense. Even like you said, how did he get the body there? How did he get uh, Dexter there? I'm like, yes, was he just waiting around? They never really explain why he's obsessed with this uh, Minotaur, why he has the thing and mm-hmm. whatever, so be it. How did he make it so Dexter could escape? Like, what was the point of all that if Dexter could eventually escape? Whatever. Um well, in, Dexter, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, Sorry. why is it that it wasn't in Dexter's mind originally? He's like, he's trying to make me go down. Let me go up. Like, how did it take him that long to figure that out? Be like, bro, if you go to the top, you know, there's a ceiling. There's got to be. Eventually, there's a roof. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, somehow Dexter escapes and hard seltzer is at the girl's funeral who we killed in the prior episode. Mm-hmm. That no, is no, um, no, no. That was uh, I thought that was Mike's funeral. No, no, he was no, it was the girl he killed. I could have sworn that was Mike's funeral. I'm almost have to put the podcast on pause here because I'm. I could have sworn that was Mike's funeral. No, that long. What do you mean that long? Dude, it's like four days. From episode one to now, we're literally at like four days. Melanie, no, it's Melanie, the girl he killed. It's Melanie's funeral. Mm. Yeah. Would you look that up on? IMDB. <laughs> Man, I don't believe that stuff. <laughs> well, I, I guess you know what? To your point, why would all the cops be there? That's what I'm saying. Like, why would Batista be there? He doesn't have any connection to this. I'm really quickly, I'm trying to do it as we talk of trying to find the scene in the episode. And if I filibuster enough. Which um, I did like the way that, that, like, because see, the other thing that made me think that is Batista's outfit that he's wearing, his hat, it has a blue no, 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 thing no, around I have it. A, no, I have a thing here. Um, you see the picture of Melanie right outside the church. Wow. Uh, mm. Yep, yep. I'm looking at it now. Yep, I'll do you this You are here. fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see? Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm. It. You know what? To your to your credit, it made me think like I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Like I don't know if I would have put if I would have bet like a lot of money on it. I really it, thought it, it was Mike's funeral. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it's it's in fact hers, which makes it even more fucked up that race. God damn it! I gotta stop calling him Ray. Hard <laughs> seltzer is outside. Um, that's some oh, fucked yeah. up shit. That's, that's like I wouldn't even wouldn't even cross my mind. Which thank God. Um, there's this scene where. In this, it's not an audio medium, so it's not like I could have clipped it. But Dexter asked Deb, "How did how did seeing Hard Seltzer at the funeral make her feel?" And Deb's like, "I wanted to fucking kill him. I wanted to strangle him with my own hands." And Michael C. Hall, aka Dexter, gives this look that's like, "Oh, isn't that funny? Don't you agree?" And also like surprised. Mm-hmm. And that's where Deb starts flipping out on him. That fucking two seconds of the face he gives was just fucking awesome. I, I, I don't even know how you practice that. I don't even know how you write that. I don't even know how you coach that as to an actor. Um, but shit, <laughs> it was just awesome. Um, Dexter captures Hard Seltzer. You know, he he does the quippy little thing of putting stay in the ground and hits yeah. him with a shovel, which I'm pretty sure would have killed most people. <laughs> And so he broke the handle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know how hard he had to hit Really, to be honest, because I don't actually remember this episode at all. Like, when I watched it, this was essentially me watching it for the first time. Um, 
when he did that and he fell into the thing, have you ever seen the movie? And this is going to be kind of a spoiler if you haven't. So I'm very sorry if you have not seen Mr. Brooks stop listening for like five seconds. Okay. Um, I thought that it was going to be like with Mr. Brooks where like he was dead. And I thought Dexter was just going to bury him. Like it was like, Oh, that's going to be amazing. But I mean, that's not what actually what happened. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, good movie. Mr. Brooks, by the way, I enjoy that movie. So good. Um, that is such a good movie. This is, I remember watching this scene live where he wakes up. Dexter is sort of like at this second level and hard seltzers on the table strapped. Mm-hmm. This was, you know, anyone could have predicted this from a million miles away uh, of what this would have been. The cut of the week. I remember watching this scene live and fucking cracking up. It's such a twisted, like subversive moment when Dexter is mocking him for the way he's yelling fuck. Because he even does the thing with his arms, like where he's pretending he's a big muscle guy. Yeah, like, it would be it would be the way you would imitate. Like if I told you, "Hey, imit," how would the Hulk say "fuck"? Screaming, you would do the same thing, like "fuck" or whatever. Hulk, um, fuck, Hulk. <laughs> And then when he screams it in his face, it, it's such it's such a it's such an awesome like ten seconds of like f- fucking television because it's like he's fucking mocking him for being this roided out dude and just the way he like finally like viscerally yells fucking is like I I don't get angry often but when I do I do yell fuck like that but it's like a a short loud like i don't even want to do it but it's just it's more like a fuck like that like you know i'm sure dexter has so much pent-up aggression with everything that's happening with deb that it's just (laughs) like like that awesome just in your face no one ever gets to do that in life or if you do you're getting into a huge fight or getting your lights punched out right but i swear to god this i think i i think i could put it on repeat i could do this (laughs) all day I think I can lower the volume and it could be behind us. Let me see. Yep. <laughs> so this is right how there. we're going to. I loved it so much. Oh, wait, what happened? No. <laughs> okay. Um, I cannot. We get that. <laughs> I am pissed that Dexter actually kills him before he puts him in the retort. Okay. I thought that's how that was going to go. I was like, can you imagine like you're like, you're like tied up like that. You're already angry. I can't do this. <laughs> you need to no, do no, the- no, no, it's, it's, uh- um, <laughs> and you going into that while you're alive and you're done. You're like stuck like that. No way, man. I, uh, he did him a mercy by at least stabbing him in the heart. Like a vampire. No, I thought, I thought it would have been, he just sets him, <laughs> sets him right there. No, we're going the whole episode. This is either really funny or super annoying. Um, <laughs> and even he puts his uh, he puts his blood slides. And I think this is like the fourth time throughout the show's run that Dexter has gotten rid of his blood slides. Yeah, I was going to say it's 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 this is because he's I remember one with with Dokes one time he dumped him into the water and then this time and I didn't remember if there was another time or not. You see at the beginning of season five, he burns everything up. Oh, has been killed. That's right. Um, yeah. When <laughs> I can't do this, <laughs> can't do this dude. That's right. That's right. I got. I got two seconds, and then I could. Uh, I could um, actually upload another. Um, there. So afterwards, Deb and Dexter are outside. He calls Deb over to say, like, "Hey, um, I did something." And you know, Deb asks, "Like, hey, did you do this for me?" And mm-hmm. she, Dexter's like, you know, no, um, I don't know how to stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, help. <laughs> Guys, I need help. Guys, seriously. I watch internet pornography. Oh, my God. Shut up. Cunt. It's so many things all going at once. I think that's the last one. 
Okay. <laughs> My apologies. That was the, that was the that best was... thing ever. Fuck. Fuck. I was trying so hard to just keep talking and not acknowledge I it. I couldn't do Ooh. it. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. There, There is a, at the end of the episode, you know, Dexter is there with Deb and, you know, just like, I killed him. And Deb asks, did you do this for me? And Dexter says, no. This is another thing where Deb asks a question. And it's not in the same context because Deb, Deb Dexter asks the question, how do you feel knowing mm-hmm. that Dexter... Dude, I swear to God, it's playing in the back of my head right now. <laughs> in the back of my head, there's this faint... Fuck, fuck. <laughs> um, there's this faint... There's this... It, it, you know, he didn't do this for Deb, but he just wants to get how Deb feels. So... These these are in two different contexts. Dexter just killed Spelter, Hard Seltzer, and he's telling mm-hmm. Deb. He told Deb, and he wants to know how that makes her feel, the fact that he just did that. If you put this right next to season three, the first time Dexter lets Miguel kill somebody, mm-hmm. he literally says the same thing, and they almost have the same reaction. I wonder if the show would have given the same reaction. So these are two sound clips put back to back together. Um, and you can see where the similarities of it are. Okay. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, for real, for real, for real. How do you feel? Glad. How do you feel? Fantastic. Okay. So, I mean, is it intentional that he says the same exact question, you know, to, to both of them? I don't think so. I don't know. But it, it seems cool enough, for lack of a, a better term. Yeah. Um, and all of that being said, that is all I have on this episode, If unless you want to listen to just 10 minutes of Dexter screaming fuck. <laughs> now, I did want to know. When he screams fuck like that, how many times did they had to film that scene? Because you know somebody lost it on that set the first time they were doing it laughing. And then Michael C. All like had to break character. And he's like, can we be serious? Can we just be serious? We're seriously filming right now. And then at the are same you, time. Are you talking about when he does the, the, the mocking yeah. or in his face? Both. So I am willing to bet. See, this is this is really interesting. And yes, I would love to know how many takes this took because – I feel like I wonder if that's Michael C. Hall mocking him and it just fits so well that they left it in. You know, you, know, you ever hear that? Like, okay. um, what, is that, what is that called when you do it on the spot? Um, ad libbing kind ad-lib, of. Ad-lib, yeah. Ad lib. Um, I, I wonder if that was just like a. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's a great question. If I had to bet Michael C. Hall playing Dexter imitated ad-libbed the mm-hmm. fuck thing because he just kind of found it funny probably funny that this guy's a huge muscle and there's little short Michael C. Hall at 5'8 or whatever he is okay. and then but I, I think the, the the fuck in his face the the loud one was was like written and okay. I don't I, how many times that take I don't know I, I think Michael C. Hall plays the Dexter character so well that um Maybe it was one take. I mean, who the hell knows? But yeah. I, I would like in, in my head, it was mocking, you know. Um, God, it's just such a great. <laughs> His voice to all of it, all of it. I have to make that a gif when I post this. It's just so good. The <laughs> arm. God, I'm serious. I could, I could do 20 more minutes of this. Go ahead. The only other thing I got is we did not do the six feet under connection. Um, wait, let me, who, is there someone in this episode that mm-hmm. has a connection? Oh, yeah. Is it, right, uh, is it Hard Seltzer? Nah. Oh, shit. Who the hell is even else in this episode? Nope, I got nothing. It was Michael C. Hall dressed as, as David. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, as soon as I saw him. <laughs> is that what made you think of it? Dude, no, I, oh, I was dude, I was wanting to bring that up, yeah, dude. Because as soon as I saw him on screen, he's like there, like like it's a wedding. I was like, that's David from Six Feet Under. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay, okay, 
yes, yes. Yeah, when yes. it's like the flashback with uh, when she's in the bathtub and stuff like that, and he's yeah. like standing there, like I guess it's supposed to be like a wedding suit. I was like, nah, that's David. <laughs> that's David. That's a that's David Fisher right there. That's really funny. Uh, that's all I got. Well, yep, yep. Um, that is it for this episode. Uh, next episode is swim deep episode five again we're shooting for december 19th to do a live zoom episode and then hang out and and drink drink and hang out i mean i guess zoom is a thing remember when this pandemic started first started everyone was doing like zoom hangouts and just hanging out with your friends whatever Mm i would like to recreate that a little bit closer to christmas me and colton Mm -hmm. will talk off mic of maybe trying to do a giveaway of some sorts how we're gonna do it i don't fucking know We'll, we'll figure something out no, that'll be cool. Um, but definitely December 19th, 9.30 slash 10 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, we'll tweet out the link or we'll we'll send it out through Facebook. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out, but somehow get Zoom and, and join us because uh, we just want to have a good time and hang out and talk to everyone because usually our interactions are limited to just posting and then responding. But it'd be cool just to fucking just kick it. And yeah. I could finally drink drink for the first time and like eight months because i just haven't been drinking for whatever reason if, if that doesn't get you to come i will drink live on air slash zoom beer oh, that man. colton has made and sent me yeah oh and if if that doesn't get you to come i have no idea what will it's a good um, beer it's strong so <laughs> it should be a good time <laughs> Um, all right, so as we close out, I just want uh, everyone to remember. He was a hooker. He's not cheating if you pay for it. <laughs> and um, me and Colton are going to. I watch internet pornography. But not together. And I cry. <laughs> we will talk to you next week, everyone. <laughs> as you cry. <laughs> talk to you next week, everyone. <laughs> Later, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>